Hello, Joyo Noel, Feliz Navidad, and a very Merry Christmas to one and all. We are here with our Christmas special, um, only a week after the end of season two, but still, we are back. Um, I am with, amazingly, the full trio. <laughs> It's a Christmas miracle. It is. <laughs> We've got the ghost of Christmas past. Chuck. Hello. How are you? <laughs> yeah, he's good. Where have I been? I don't know. <laughs> Doing maths and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's been about. <laughs> and obviously the ghost of Christmas ever present, Sam. Hello, ho, ho, ho. Hey. How are we doing? <laughs> We're good. We're festive. Yes. We are festive. Um, I'm going to get out of there early on. Uh, full disclosure, this is the 9th of December. So by the time this actually comes out, there will be about a week and a half worth of stuff that's happened. So we probably have missed some stuff. So please don't have a go at us for missing some stuff. Thank you. No. Have you got a cold, Becky? I have got a winter cold coming on, yes. <laughs> God, so just Christmassy. Part, just part of the aesthetic, isn't it? It is. It's full <laughs> I've got a full blown Christmas. Um you boys are looking great. Yeah. Thanks, mate. Do you want to uh, see your jumper? Yes, for the for the Chris for the listeners. Um Chug has a jumper that says fleece Navi Dad and with a picture of a sheep. Because oh. sheep have a fleece on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's good on that, right? Uh, and you're also sporting some antlers. Yeah. Uh, is, yeah. That, is that a homemade headband or is that... No, it, it came with the antlers. Um, we've got a few different types of antlers in our house. Do you want me to do a fashion show of antlers? Yeah, I'm keen for that. Yeah, give me a sec. Uh, meanwhile, Grievo is sporting a lovely blue little... Penguin skiing scene. Joker. It's got skiing penguins. I thought yeah. I'd go a bit, a bit off piece this year. It's Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> right, uh, Chug is here with the headband show. We're doing, I don't we work for podcast, it is it? <laughs> but we're doing a fashion show through the ears. Boys, your describing needs to be on point. Okay. Right. So we stick with item number one. Is the one that I'm wearing. Love um, that. What do you think? I can't lie. They look like kids. Something a kid's made. Okay. All right. I I honestly thought the little brown bits you had done that with your hair. I thought we had little pigtails. Oh, to be okay. That's what I thought you'd done. <laughs> no, they were they were my ears. My my reindeer ears. I can see it now. You've taken them off. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> right. So item number two. Yep. Oh. Oh, is that what? Is that Glit- still antlers? Are just glittery antlers? Are they glittery antlers? Yeah, they're lovely. Them. Yeah, they're they're a bit more special. Yeah, okay. They're night out antlers, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. Right, item number two or three. Oh, they jingle! Oh, they're big antlers and bunny rabbit ears. Or yeah, what? What's is that? Ant- is that reindeer ears? I think they're all reindeer ears, being that they're all antlers, but. This, I've never. Well, to be fair, I've never noticed a reindeer's ears, um, so I can't really comment. But well, do they actually jingle? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they also fall off your face. And at the same time. item, final item. 
Oh, are they? Oh, oh they also like... jingle. Yeah, they, like felt sort of material. Yeah, they are, and they've got a little um, like a princess net here. Oh, that's lovely. And I like bells. They're, 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 the other ones, well, I guess they're all bells, but this is a more traditional shaped bell. Yeah. 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 Want to listen? Yeah. Uh, oh dear I think they are the best ones I like those thank you I won't keep them on otherwise we're going to be jingle bells the whole pod yeah we'll go back to the kid ones yeah I like it festive spirit what have you been up to Dincho um just been working mate it's been pretty pretty mad old um um Captain Illness has been has been taken over the school. Um, everybody's got V and D. If you know, you know. Yes. You don't know, do you? you I do. Yeah, oh, I do. Yeah. Oh, okay. Everybody's got V and D. I uh, I call it DMV. DMV. Ah, oh, okay. Um, yeah. So it's there's been teachers off sick. There's been students off sick. Um, so yeah, I've just been, you know, doing a bit of work. I haven't started my Christmas shopping yet. Oh, we'll get into that, I'm sure. Yeah. That is risky business. Yeah, it is. Feel a bit nervous about the whole thing, really. <laughs> Grievo, what have you been doing since the last time I spoke to you, which was uh, yesterday? Yesterday, remember. what have I done since yesterday? i got to work. This is um, going to confuse some people, I tell you now. It is. Um... Let's pretend we're doing this next week. What have you done in the last week? Well, within the last week, there was um, Christmas Jumper Day, wasn't there? Oh, yeah, there was, actually. There was, on the 10th. Um, <laughs> and in my office, there, there was quite a few people off on the day. So um, I got told by my office manager that to sort of balance it out, we're going to wear it on, a, on the Thursday, the 9th, and Friday, just so everyone gets a chance, right? I rock up... Thursday, I'm the only mug wearing one. <laughs> because apparently she changed her mind and oh. said one would do it on the Friday the tenth and Friday the seventeenth. Right. But didn't tell me. Um so because of the last time I probably I bought it was about two, three years ago, I'd put on a bit of weight since then. Uh I couldn't have a t shirt underneath it. So I couldn't even take it off. I was stuck with it all day. Oh, you've gone full-blown Chinese Allen. Like, yes. Um, so I was like that kid at school, which, you know, got the wrong Mufti day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so just to confuse people even more, uh, the day this will come out, you will be wearing a Christmas jumper at work. Potentially, yes. If if they're doing next Friday as well. I hope so. I hope it's not just me. <laughs> I reckon she's lifting you up again, to be honest. She is. She's the soul. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, we are we are going to be talking about Christmas basically. Even even our Vicky breakdown is going to be Christmas themed. It's all about Christmas and the festivities of December. Can I offer you boys while we're here a, yeah. uh, a quality street? Do you want a quality street? Yes, I will yeah. have the green triangle. Oh, do you have a green triangle left? We do. You're in luck. There's the green triangle. Yeah. What do you have? The um, the circly bit of caramel toffee stuff. <laughs> that one? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Nailed it. Also in this bowl, there are little chocolate balls, uh rapaged like sprouts. Rapaged. 
Rapage, new word. Rapage. Um, packaged is the word I was thinking of. <laughs> Pids like sprouts. And also, if you fancy something a bit more, you know, cheeky, I've got some chocolate-coated hazelnuts with coconut sprinkles. Ooh. Ooh, that is, yeah. These have been on the sides, waiting for just little, little munch every now and again. Yeah. So, if you hear me a crunching, I'm just munching. Lovely. I like that. I like that saying. Yeah. Yes, we desperately wanted to be together in person for this one. Things just didn't work out our way, so we're sorry about that. Um, but we'll try and pretend as much as possible that we are actually together in this. So we're going to eat Sam's Quality Street with him. Yeah. In our in our minds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's go up to the festive Bicky breakdown. Christmas stories all round. Who wants to kick off? I I think there's an obvious news one, isn't there? A relevant news one to kick off with. Go on then. Big old Boris Johnson and his uh yeah his party at number ten. Yeah. Yes. What do you reckon he was doing? What was what was going on in that party? He was well, just snorting, wasn't he? Surely. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> They've already come out to the drug problem in the House of Commons. Yeah, I know. Yeah, well, by most of the videos, taking the piss out of the general public as well. Oh, have you seen it? It's fucking ob- abhorrent. Yeah, it's. I haven't seen any videos. Have you not? It's it's like cringeworthy as well because I just posh people like the, the real snobby like stick your nose up posh people telling jokes is just it's just cringe. Yeah, what's his name? <laughs> Was it Nigel? Is it Nigel Reese Mark? Is that his name? Jacob. Jacob Rees-Mogg. Yeah. Um, he was up there having a little joke and he was like, oh, we've, uh, we've uh, changed the uh, restrictions to metric, so we are doing two inches apart from each other. <laughs> and they're all laughing. And I was like, I didn't see me nan. And you're laughing. Yeah. It's, it's horrendous. Oh, oh and it's, it, as if they think anyone's going to listen to them this Christmas now. He even joked saying that it's not like this party's going to be investigated by the police in a year's time. He even said it. It's like the Gerard slip. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is the Reese Mogg slip. Yes. I, I, I want to know. How have they got away with that for a whole year? How has it only just come out now? Someone's been offered a lot of money, I suppose, to yeah. share the videos yeah, in some right. way. Or they're being threatened. Or they're being threatened either way. Um, Christmas parties, drugs, drinks, hookers, shambles. <laughs> we should be in charge. You know that, right? Yeah, this, yeah, 100%. <laughs> um, have you seen the Facebook event that's been going around for a uh, Christmas Eve party in the House of Commons? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I I've, I've joined it. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'll be going. I'll be there. <laughs> Vicky podcast at number 10 <laughs> oh yes <laughs> outside Downing Street should we do it we're so keen <laughs> oh brilliant um, let's get on some more cheery Christmas stories then fuck okay. the toys um, yeah fuck them any cheery funny silly weird Christmas stories we'd like to talk about uh, yeah I'll go that's okay yeah. Um, this man needs no introduction. He is Mr. Christmas. Right. He installed 16,000 lights on his house this year, beating his record from last year of 11,000. Wow. Um, for those who don't know who he is, and I mean, you really should know, Mark Abbott from Norwich. 
Okay. Um, <laughs> yep, he has more than 16,000 Christmas lights uh, on his house to raise money for charity. Um, he was homeless 15 years ago. So he does it every year to raise money for a homeless charity. Um, uh, and yeah, I think it's just a really wholesome story. Uh, a little picture of Mark here. You can see him. There he is. Yeah. Mark Abbott from Norwich. Um, yeah, St. Uh, Martin's is the homeless charity he's uh, raising money for. And uh, if you want to go head down, have a look. Just you know, look at his lovely glittery house. I bet that house opposite is well pissed off, though. Apparently not. Their neighbours have joined in. Okay. So it's a sort of a, a community thing now, which is nice. Nice. Have you seen um, the film Deck the Halls with Danny DeVito? No, I've not. Well, that is essentially what he's like. So he lives, he moves into sort of a quiet, one of those quiet American villages where everything is as it is. And if you upset the status quo, you're a bit of a weirdo. And he essentially wants his house to be seen from space in terms of the amount of lights he's going to have on it. So obviously there's a big battle between these neighbours of one of them trying, you know, trying to stop Danny DeVito do all these lights. And it reminded, that story reminded me of that, basically. Because 16,000 lights is fucking lot. Yeah. And I'd imagine that could be seen from space. Imagine, imagine the lecky bit on that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Surely that can be seen from space. You're not paying on the meter on that one, are you? Definitely not. Nah. Not dipping down Costco to top up. You ain't <laughs> doing that. How does, how does he actually raise money for the trailers? Is it like people just donate when they go to and visit his house? Sort of I thing? think so, yeah. It's probably like a buck outside or, yeah. you know, the, like local companies sponsoring or something. I don't know. Well, rate it. What a bloke. Yeah. Like yeah, great effort, Mister Christmas, Mister Christmas, hundred um, percent. My, I've got a series of stories. Basically, um, I'm going to back to the past. I'm gonna. It's the silliest Christmas stories of 2018. Basically, Ooh. Okay. Um Number one, the most festive pothole in America. <laughs> it, basically, in Pennsylvania, there's a huge pothole that basically hasn't been sorted out for ages so they basically yeah put a tree and a santa claus in it to make it a festive pothole like that (laughs) but but the tree is like three quarters of the way into the pothole that shows how deep the pothole is so it's literally just the top of the tree sticking out with the star (laughs) on top (laughs) so it looks pretty stupid Hmm. um number two a woman in where in England, it didn't say where in England, but uh, she was getting Christmas decorations out of her ceiling and her leg fell through. Uh, got a big hole in the ceiling. No, this is funny, like funny, not she didn't hurt herself or anything, but yeah, her partner, all he could, she could, sorry, I'm assuming lesbian, yeah, she could think of was to take pictures of it before calling the ambulance. You so know, it's, it's just I, a British thing to do, isn't it? Have I told you what my uncle Bill did at Christmas? No, no, did he have a 10 foot willy? <laughs> He went up into the loft to, <laughs> to get some out <laughs> of the loft. <laughs> I, just, I just didn't even take that in. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> um, yeah, he went up into the loft to get some out of the loft, uh, I think on Boxing Day. Um, just in his Boxing Day attire, it was only him and his wife home, my auntie. <laughs> um, <laughs> and he's got up wearing his um, wearing his dressing gown, and he stepped through onto the fluffy bit and gone right away through, but stayed it his top half stayed in <laughs> with his dressing gown, and his bottom half has gone through. So oh. it's just his legs and his willy hanging through the ceiling. 
my best touch on the floor as well. <laughs> uh, right, number three. Um, the story, the title of the story is Jolly Happy Souls. Basically, you know those big inflatable things that you get outside of like car dealerships. Yes. So a car dealership in uh, America put two like a snowman and a Santa up, and you know how funny they look when the wind's blowing and all that. So it looks like Snowman and Santa are having a massive brawl, basically. <laughs> These big inflatable things. Quite funny. Obviously, someone's filmed it, put it on YouTube. Classic. It was outside of Taco Bell, actually, not a car dealership. Taco Bell. Um, number four. Secret Santa asks for a better gift. Basically, uh, yeah, Secret Santa is can cause quite a lot of uh, conflict, I find, at Christmas. Um, and one particular office, uh, obviously, most of, the, most of the ground rules are you set a price limit. Um, and then obviously you pick a name at random and then you buy that person the present. So one person received their present, didn't think that it had the right value for what they agreed it should be. Googled it to find out how much it probably did cost and then wrote, an anonymous, not an anonymous letter, sorry, a letter to Secret Santa. She didn't know who it was. Uh, basically asking for more presents because <laughs> she didn't think she got her money's worth for what they should have been buying. This sounds like a Molly May thing to do. <laughs> yes. Based on yesterday's story, as Chug does not know right now, he will find out tomorrow. <laughs> Sorry, so confusing. This is so last confusing. Friday he found out. That... <laughs> but yes, the, someone was petty enough to ask for more presents. She want, Apparently she wanted a $120 Samsung Galaxy tablet in the end. Oh, Christ. Obviously, oh. the Secret Santa completely refused and didn't get her anything at all. Fair, though. Yeah. But, yeah. Are, you, are you boys doing Secret Santa this year at your work? We Yes, yes we are. Yes. Um, actually, by the time this comes up, we will have done it. Same. Our Christmas due is the 14th. This comes out on the 17th. So, yes. Ours was on Tuesday. Have you got your present yet? Uh, no. <laughs> As oh. in for my person, or... Yeah. You try and, like, do the whole no, no. on the 17th. Have you bought your yeah. gift for yes, your Secret I Santa? Mine, yes, For me, Secret Santa is, uh, is a joke. It's funny. Yeah. So I Luckily, when I pulled the name out of the hat, I was pretty happy because I knew it was a person that I could get a jokey present for. I've got a Christmas decoration, but it's basically a pair of hairy bollocks. Oh. Ours was a £10 limit, yeah, and they were nine. They came in at £9.50, so God. touching the limit there. Have you done your? Have you purchased yours? I have purchased mine. Um, it's for one of the new girls in the office. Um, yeah. But I've been doing some groundwork, and I know she loves the Grinch, right? Yeah. So I went online and found a, a, an online store where they do Grinch socks, and you can put your own face on the Grinch. Oh, I love that. So I got a picture of me, full blow mustache. Oh, you put your face on it. I put my face on her socks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Like so my, my mustachey face is on her Grinch socks. Comedy. Chuck, did you say you weren't doing anything? Yeah, I did mine yesterday. Um, and... So on the 8th of December. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I, um, I received a lovely four pack of um, Brewdog beers. Fantastic, right? It's good. Yeah, it's good. I, I like the jokey presents, but yeah, yeah. Al- alcohol is a pretty good alternative. I like a joke too, but I was lucky. So 
my secret Santa was the staff and all of the boys in the boarding house. We were all doing it together. Um, nice. So I was, I was glad that a teacher got me. Oh uh, yeah. Um, and he got me the brood dog beer. It's great. Um, he was given, so he's gone and forked out for brew dog, but he himself was given a tiny bottle of hand sanitizer, <laughs> a, pack, a pack of tissues, and some Dettol wipes. <laughs> okay, that was it. Just raided the cleaning so, cupboard. Does he have so, a reputation for cleaning or being particularly hygienic? No, I think this kid has just forgotten, raided his own drawers, <laughs> and gone, what have I got that I can give him? What did um, you buy for your Secret Santa? Uh, I got my Secret Santa, I got him a little Christmas um, uh, bauble ornament of a little Santa pulling his trousers down, showing his bum. Nice. Um, Cheeky. And I got him some Christmas socks with like presents on it, and I got him some Oh, I put some like chocolates and sweets and stuff in the in a box. Oh, lovely! Right, it's yeah. quite lovely, yeah. Good mixture of of jokey and classic socks, and then something nice, a bit of sweets and chocolate. I was quite proud of myself, you know, because have you come across on either the TikTok or the Instagram um, this new way of wrapping, which only requires um, one bit of cellophane? No, no, I've not seen this. So I did this right. Um, and you, it ends up, you end up getting a few little folds in the paper where you can put things. So I shoved like more malwams in there. <laughs> like a pinata? Yeah, a little bit. I'm going to I'm gonna have to just watch this one tape wrapping malarkey. Looking, I, that's fascinating. I've just... seen there's this, like, you know, you know the trick your mum has where she can glide across the wrapping oh, paper. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's an, there's someone's invented something which you basically wrap around it how much paper you want and then she just slide, like, slide it across, like a guillotine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that this year. That seems to be the craze this year. But I've frozen traditional scissors. Oh, that's that lovely. Oh, I like that. So, shove malwams in and it's in dinosaur wrapping paper. Rate it. Rate it. I'll go with one more uh, silly Christmas story from 2018. Uh, KFC in this year bought out chicken-scented fire logs. <laughs> okay. okay. So, yeah, you, you burn them, obviously, on your on your open log fire, if you're lucky enough to have one. And the smell of fried chicken <laughs> blesses your living room. Lovely. I don't know why anyone would want fried chicken as the smell. But, yes, KFC thought that that would be a big seller. Nice. So yeah, they're environmental logs, so you know they're doing their bit for the environment. But what is the best smelling fast food that you would want coming out of the fire? What a question! Oh, um, what 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 are we including in the fast food? It's got to be savoury, like donut stall doesn't count. So we are we talking all takeaways, or we just go in your McDonald's, KFC, Subway? We'll go, we go Indian takeaways, Chinese takeaways, pizza. No, we'll go for the um, the fast food competitors, as in the Mackeys, the KFCs, the Burger Kings, the Subways, the Greggs. Um, oh, Greggs, Greggs Steak Bake. I've never had a Greggs. You've never had a Greggs? Never what? had a Greggs. That is surprising. Yeah, never done it, so I, I can't comment on that. 
Um, yeah, and it has oh, to be, it has to be savory, so it can't be like a McDonald's apple pie or something. No. But I found a loophole. <laughs> um, I, the two volumes. I think KFC is pretty good. The smell of chicken is nice, isn't it? Yeah, the, the gravy smells quite good. To be fair, as well. Oh, that's the gravy. I like a subway. I, I think I'd have a subway log. Oh, nice warm, fresh cooked bread. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty sharp. I feel that. Yeah. As long as the log is foot long as well. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that, uh, that story reminds me actually. The other yeah. day, um, Ridley started buying this um, like new deodorant where it's meant to be a bit more eco friendly, where they refill your deodorant for you or send you refills so you don't have to get loads of different cans. And she was like, Oh, maybe you could get one, get a man one. And the choice for men is, is pine cone <laughs> send. <laughs> Why would we want to smell like a pine cone? No idea. <laughs> that is weird. That is a weird smell. Yeah. Sorry, that was the answer to the story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not something I'd want to wear on a night out, in all in honesty. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that was my silly stories from 2018 Christmas. That's good then. I wonder what will come out in, in 2021 Christmas. Oh, yeah. Intrigue, intrigue to see the city stories from this year. Do I am. Um, you have a Christmas related story. Yeah, I got a little one. Um, going to give you a little uh, quick fire rundown of, according to goodhousekeeping.com, the most popular gifts in 2020 this time. Oh, okay. Ooh, okay. <laughs> we can get an updated one. Right. I'll go from number 10. Tell me if you would like one of these or. Um, you have one of these. Um, urban map glass. No, thank you. No. It, it's a whiskey glass that's got a map of where you live on it. No. Nah. Bin no, that. Get in the bin. Good. Get Sorry, in the Christmas yeah. bin. Um, any song lyrics, personalised print? Dead. No. Dead. Nah. 2020 was dead. Um, right. Important dates. Burlap. Prince. No. What are, the, what are these prints? You don't want to... I think we can tell we've done this a male, male or female. <laughs> at goodhousekeeping.com Ah, <laughs> oh, okay. One-step hairdryer and volumizer. No. Get it for the lady. The, yeah, the, for me now. <laughs> for me now? What's he got to do with it? <laughs> hey, for <laughs> oh! me! <laughs> Oh, God. Number six, portable using usable reusable drinking straw. Do I try that one again? <laughs> portable reusable drinking straw. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, no, these are all shit. That wouldn't that'd be right in the stocking. It's a stocking filler, yeah. But it's a stocking filler. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be wild about it. Number five, Elf Snowball Showdown card game. I wouldn't mind that, you know. Yeah. All right. Do you do like a game yeah. at Christmas? That's yeah. okay. And Elf is the best Christmas film of all time. Yeah. Let's not get ahead of ourselves now. Sorry. Number four. Shiatsu back and neck massager. Why? That's that's I... a classic. That. Yeah. yeah. It's a good one. It's that's, one with the that's a that's a that's a brother slash uncle. I don't really talk to sort of present. Yeah. yeah. Getting into the top three now. Three, 
Create your own real viewer. Nah. No. Anything yeah. create your own could do one. Yeah. <laughs> Number two. A moon lamp. No. <laughs> I'm not nine. If you are, no, if you are nine. Yeah, I reckon, yeah, listen to this. I reckon Enjoy your moon lamp. Well into a moon lamp. Yeah, but no. <laughs> and number one, according to goodhousekeeping.com, a sign of the times, this one is three in one charging stand. Charges your phone, your watch, and your AirPods. These I've gifts are boring. I've only got one of them. You've got one of them? Uh, I, I've got a phone. I haven't got a watch or iPod. iPod. Oh. <laughs> iPod. I don't know what it is. <laughs> you, you've got AirPods? They're Molly's AirPods, yeah. Oh, okay. They're boring. Well, They're yeah, boring good housekeeping. Don't listen to them. A big no. podcast tip. Don't yeah. go on goodhousekeeping.com no. for Christmas ideas. Definitely not. Don't do it. Um... <laughs> Sadly, that concludes the festive Bicky breakdown. Sorry for the shit consumer advice. Shit it's, gifts. It's good consumer advice. Because sorry, I said, sorry for the shit examples of gifts, but how people that we were able to give good consumer advice. We're saving a lot of people because that's one of the top ones on Google. So many people are going to go on there and then they're going to end up buying a three-in-one charging stand and people are like, oh, I ain't got any bloody AirPods to go on it. So we're saving a lot of people here. Yeah. Rate it. Um, right then, let's get into Christmas. All the festivities. Or did you want to say something, Grievo? I was going to say, are you asking me to step in? <laughs> are you asking me to <laughs> step in? Well, actually, no. You wanted to give a go at our brand new segment of the Bicky Breakdown. Oh, yeah. Grievo's yeah. Den. Dun, dun, dun. It's a jingle here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Chuck has an invention he wants to pitch to us as the dragons. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Pressure. Did, did, where did I come from? Did you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> we just, yep. We'll, start, we'll, we'll go with that line again. Okay. Yes, Chuck has an invention <laughs> that he would like to pitch to the dragons in Grievous Den. No, so... sorry, you can't edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, we will leave this in. That was my toilet going. Um, <laughs> enjoy that. Uh, Happy Christmas. <laughs> Chuck, your invention, my friend. Over to you. Okay, That's... right. Okay. My invention, dragons. Um, yeah. Are you dragons still? Or no. Are you a different mythical beast? It's a good show, we, we should mix it up. It's our own show. Yeah. Um, Phoenix is? Phenai? Phenai. Is that the plural to Phoenix? I don't know. <laughs> okay, Phenai we're going to big... Nope. Sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, we'll be the Phoenixes. Yeah. Okay. Right, Phenai. Um, <clears throat> so, my invention is going to be perfect on Christmas no, for Boxing Day, right? It okay. is a perfect Boxing Day invention. My invention is the ultimate, ultimate sandwich making knife 2.0. Ooh. There's not 2. been a 2. one, but 2.0 always so... makes it more sellable. Okay. Um, it's a USP, yeah? Yeah. So, it's... Look at my hand, right? 
looking. We're looking. I'm showing my hand. Okay. <laughs> the the pinky finger side. Yeah. yeah. That's sharp as hell. Don't touch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Selling it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't yeah. touch. But that that's for cutting your cheese. Okay. Yeah. 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 And then. Usually, right, when you're doing your cheese, you've got a sharp knife and you've probably got a spreading knife as well because sharp knives, they're no good for spreading. So my invention, it's a wide knife, so it can spread. Okay. <laughs> okay. As well. So you've chopped, you've spreaded with the same knife. Yeah. And then this side, it goes wider here, like a triangle almost. And you could grate on that side. Okay. Yeah. And then the the and then here there's a little button like a Swiss Army knife and goes flick like that. Yeah. And then that's your bread knife, chopping your bread. Right. And then you can put your cheese in. And you've got the ultimate sandwich making nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love the passion. Yes. Um I struggle struggling to visualize what it's actually going to look like. Your hand what do you is mean you're struggling good... to visualize? I showed you my hand. <laughs> Your hand is not a very good representation of what this knife is going to look like. <laughs> I'm going to have to draw it. Mm. My first question is um, a cheese grater is always a nightmare to clean. Yes. If you've got a cheese grater and a hidden bread knife, yeah. have you thought about that? It's going to be, you know, is it dishwasher friendly? Um, yes, it's going to have to be. Um, because... it's good. It's good. So it's not currently, but it's going to have to be. <laughs> well, it is something we're going to have to work on, Phoenix, because um, <laughs> ultimately you're not going to be wanting that in the bowl, are you? Because <laughs> you've got knives coming left, right and centre. If your hands are in a soapy bowl, you're going to be cutting yourself. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's going to be dishwasher friendly. <clears throat> okay. That was a tough question, and you handled that very well. Mm. Which just it, it increases my desire to invest in this product. What's the uh, what's the retail price? What are we looking at? Yeah, nine ninety nine. Nine ninety nine. How mm. much does it cost to make? Um, three fifty six. So we're talking six pound, just over six pound profit. <laughs> you tried the maths then. <laughs> <laughs> you bottled it. <laughs> just over six pound profit. <laughs> Six pound forty three profit. Yeah, he is. Yeah, per, per item sold. Per okay. Item. Um, have you got any current contracts of any major dealerships? Dealerships? Is that the right word? Sure. Not really a car, is it? But yeah, dealerships. Yeah, my auntie's um, half sisters, um, mates, cousins, uh, butler knows the lady at Lakeland. Lakeland. Oh. That's a big. That's a big opening store. Yeah, that's big. Yeah, so we put my Okay. So what? Why? Why do you need me? Why do I need you? You're oh, you're you're already in Lakeland, and yeah, why do you need me? Because there are certain things. I'm I'm a great ideas ideas man and a designer, and you've seen it, right? You you've seen the knife; it's irresistible. Yep. But I need your both your expertise. I wouldn't have thought about dishwasher safe. The, the, these are the things that I'm coming to you for to be to to help me out with these things and help me market my product. Okay, so due to the fact that yeah, you, you didn't think of the dishwasher safeness, and that was uh, 
my fellow Phoenix Grievo, I feel like you two would be a better suited partnership in this uh, venture. Therefore, I'm out. Oh. Okay. Well, luckily for you, I am quite involved in the cheese sandwich game. Um, I've got major shareholders in Selfridges. Oh. So, I, you know, there's a chance if you can work together. There is a huge chance. Um, I, 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 I am willing to invest on one condition. Okay. Marketing for me is massive. Okay. Both print, both in digital and on the radio. And as we are a podcast, uh, I think, you know, marketing for the ears is incredibly important. So if you can produce right now on the spot a world-class jingle for your product, I will invest. Okay. Oh, that's a big question. What did I call it again? <laughs> Not a good start. You haven't, <laughs> you, haven't, you haven't actually got a name yet, I don't think. Okay, right. It's the ultimate cheese cutting knife 2.0. It's going to cut your bread. It's going to cut your um, great cheese. It's gonna. It's got a really, really sharp side to get through those really pesky hard cheeses that you get at Christmas. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Reminiscent of Shrek with the little people in the box. Yeah. Yes. yes reminiscent of that. And that sold well, Shrek. So um, mm. I will give you £200,000 for 13% of the business. 13? 13, yes. Well, you've already given me the dishwasher safe idea, so <laughs> I can <laughs> take that and leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is business. Um, but the yeah 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 <laughs> you're yes <laughs> thank you you've got a great a great partner there thank you for the phenai right so i created started this podcast originally um in the group chat purely on the basis of chatting absolute nonsense <laughs> yeah <laughs> I am so glad it's finally taken us two full seasons to get to that level of chatting shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's Christmas. It is. Uh, and on that note, uh, why don't we go and have a quick Yuletide log and we will see you in a bit. <laughs> <laughs> You are listening to the Christmas special of the Bicky Podcast as we come to the end of our first year in podcasting 2021. Thank you very much for being with us all the way and listening to all of our episodes and I hope you've enjoyed what we've done so far. We have some pretty good plans for 2022, not least starting with the Bicky Breakdown jingle which will definitely be coming to you in the new year. Thank you very much for all of us at the Bicky Podcast. Have a fantastic Christmas and a wonderful new year. And we will see you soon. He's back! Shalom. Shalom. And he's back too! Percy. Yeah? Mr Bicky, I mean. Um, yeah? Before we get started properly again, can, 
Can we just acknowledge and, and question why Grivo is just chugging on a <laughs> bottle of wine? Um, yeah, is it what we doing the pod? Is it Chianti? It looks like Chianti. Uh, it's actually a beer. Oh, really? Yes, I promised Molly I'd have one beer this Christmas. Um, <laughs> so I've gone for a litre bottle of beer. Um, it is in edit, which is from the makers of Australia. Mm. And to be honest, I think uh, San Miguel Fresca could be knocked off top spot. This is beautiful. Ooh. This is beautiful. Um, I've had it once before. I, I got it in Tesco's. I think it's about three quid, four quid, something like that. So three quid for that. Bloody va- good value hmm. uh, and not been seen since. So for my birthday, Molly ordered four bottles online. Nice. Yes. Top bird. Mm-hmm. Try it out. It's beautiful, mate. It is beautiful. Anyway, welcome back to part two of the Christmas Bonanza. Oh, Bonanza. <laughs> yeah, we're a Bonanza now. Things change. We're adaptable. Bonanza 2.0? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, let's get into the main bulk of what this episode is supposed to be about. Um, definitely didn't think we were going to go into cheese cutting, grating, <laughs> butter spreading knives, but we went there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Christmas then. What are some of our earliest and dearest memories of Christmas? For me, I've always thought Boxing Day was better than Christmas Day. I have to agree. I think, for me personally, um, I'd have sort of Christmas at even my mum's and my dad's. And then on Boxing Day, we'd all go around to my grandma's. Uh, she, she lives in like an old like farm, essentially. And all the cousins come over, all the uncles, you know, all them sort of lot. And they would just play stupid games like um, hide the thimble. Do you know what a thimble is? Like a little thing you put yeah. on your... Yeah, hide that around the house, go find that. Um, a game which I forgot about but was reminded about a few weeks ago is you'd get like a... Um, we had a round chopping board and then we'd all sit around in a big circle and you got to spin the chopping board and then... You've got to shout someone's name and they've got to dive in and try and catch it before it's the ground. Uh, and then, you know, you... <laughs> right. So, like, <laughs> it's great. It's lots of great game. Oh, like, you, you can, like, wait as, like, as long as possible till it's just about to touch and then call someone in. You can call two names and they both battle for it. Uh, things like that. That's Christmas for me. Okay. All right. I like it. I do agree. I, I've always preferred Boxing Day. Um, my, my, traditional plans were mum's family on Christmas Day, dad's family Boxing Day, and I love all of my family, obviously, um, but my mum's family were not as fun as my dad's family, so although it was a lovely day, I love Christmas Day, I got some amazing presents across the years, I always enjoyed Boxing Day because it was just a laugh. Yeah. Yeah, we we were I, probably my first experiences of alcohol too, because my dad's family are just absolute alcoholics. Um, we'd go to my uncle's basically, and he had a big, quite a big house and a big garage, and we'd be out in the garage playing on the darts board. And my granddad would probably bring a big barrel, a bit like Smithy when he brings it over on uh, on Christmas. Nice brings her a big barrel of proper like scrumpy, thick orange cider. And I'd, I'd try some of that and it'll explode my head, basically, <laughs> as, a, as a 12, 13-year-old. <laughs> Strong stuff. 
<laughs> yeah, that's my. And then we we'd sit down and watch final score on BBC One. Nice. Yeah, the Boxing Day games. Um, I haven't seen the Boxing Day 1983 picture floating around just yet, but I'm sure that will be due soon. Oh, when it there were 64 goals. Year, yeah. But yes, we would watch the Boxing Day games, uh, all the scores, the live scores coming in. And then, yeah, just nibbles. My uncle's a chef, so the food was pretty top notch. Um, and I just, I just love leftovers and party and buffet type. I love a roast turkey, not, don't get me wrong. Absolutely love roast dinner on Christmas Day, but I, something about a buffet style, cold turkey, cold beef, just, I don't know, I love it. Absolutely adore it. I really love a bubble and squeak. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah. Good I've never that. been a fan of bubble and squeak. That's no. the one sort of leftovers I'm not a big fan of. Is it because of what it's called? It's got an off-putting name. Bubble and squeak. Yeah, uh, that's it, it. Makes it a bit endearing, doesn't it? Like it's, it's, it sounds quite fun of bubble and squeak. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just the the idea of all the vet, just everything lumped in together and fried. Yeah. Lovely. Lush. Yeah. <laughs> I, I used to, I used to chuck beans in it as well, or my parents used to chuck can of baked beans in. Okay. Just add an extra dynamic to it. Bit of moisture, yeah, a bit of moisture. So beans and sprouts. Oh, the twenty seventh of December was a lethal day <laughs> in the Beckley household. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck, you're what's your sort of. Are you are you a Christmas Day man? Yeah, not that we're it. not, but are you a preferable Christmas? Day yeah, man? yeah, I love Christmas Day. I uh, equally love Boxing Day. I think Boxing Day is my f- second favorite. Um, but yeah, Christmas Day for me. There's always um, there's always been quite a traditional plan on my Christmas day, and it's usually always been spent with my mum. <clears throat> and we get up, um, make a cup of tea, and then we're settling down in the front room around the Christmas tree, and we're opening stockings. Like that's full of your like stocking, like filler, just your, your notepads, your pens, your bits of chocolate, maybe some smellies, uh, a joke book, those types of gifts. And then after that, you're heading up, you're having the showers. I'm going in detail here. Um, (laughs) And then there's breakfast. Uh, Usually sort of like, I think last time we had some like croissants and pan and chocolates and stuff like that, maybe. Um, And then... After breakfast, then that's when the good stuff starts. You're getting into your tree presents, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, which sometimes this this is interchangeable. This bit because at this point we either open the tree presents or go to the pub. Oh, tree presents then pub or pub then tree presents. Either way, um, <clears throat> so we're doing one of them. Um, the pub usually is a little bit of a walk to the pub, which as a kid wouldn't a fan of but yeah i appreciate it now now i'm a bit older i appreciate yeah. it a bit more now uh so that's when you're getting your good stuff that you've asked for you know the your, your football kit your nintendo wii yes all of that jazz <laughs> yes um <laughs> and then uh you're coming back then christmas dinner yes um mum my mum We've all sort of got bored of turkey in our house. Um, <laughs> what, it once a year? It's, it's a shit meat, isn't it? Like, there's a reason you only have it once a year, because it's shit. 
<laughs> it is. <laughs> but once a year, how can you get bored of it? The dry meat. So we usually have like duck or something. Um, so yeah, fancy. And then um, after that, it's sort of a little bit free for all. Uh, people are popping over. The games are happening. The the board games, the card games, um, into the evenings when you're picking on leftovers, you're playing with your presents. Um, and then, yeah, then I sort of, when I head to bed, that's when I go, oh no, oh no, got it wrong. Christmas Eve, I'm watching Gavin and Stacey Christmas special every Christmas Eve. Um, Eight great hits. And then, yeah, yeah, that's my Christmas day. What time do you normally have your, your Christmas dinner? Yeah. Ooh. Weird one Christmas dinner because it's always planned, isn't it? For about two half two, maybe three of the latest, but it always happens around sort of five by the time they actually stop faffing about. Really? So we were at 12 o'clock on the dot. Really? Well, 12. Yeah, because yeah, my mum's parents, rest in peace, both of them, uh, were Christians. So they would go to their Christmas Day church service and they would get to my mum's. Four about twelve, and um, that was basically what my mum was doing that morning. It was similar to Chug. We'd be in the parents' bed. We'd have made them a cup of tea. Probably the only day of the year we the kids would actually make their parents' a cup of tea. Yeah. Um, and we'd open the stockings. Mum would be up literally then, like sort of seven o'clock. She'd be she'd be prepping. We'd offer twelve pounds. She gives it the whole. No, no, I'm okay. And then, sort of Boxing Day, twenty seven says that she never got any help on Christmas Day. Um, <laughs> and, then, and then, yeah, we, so we do stockings. Mum would do that, and whilst we would pet, we would nag Dad to have our bigger, more, more you know, more main presents. But he would obviously say no. Wait till later. Then, yeah, the grandparents would arrive. Yeah, about half eleven, and Mum would have everything ready for about twelve. We sit down, have our dinner, and then we do presents from grandparents and aunties mum's mum's sisters and then we'd play games they would leave at about seven eight ish in the evening after we've had the left the sort of buffet party tall food and then that's when we would get the under the tree slash stored in the Ooh. parents slash stored in the parents wardrobe presents that's a long time to wait in it it is a long it was it was annoying some years um especially I knew I was getting like the latest sort of PS2 game and I just wanted to play it but uh, yeah I mean it's good it's good on my parents that they didn't give it to me till the evening till family had gone so I was you know I I had that family time which is always good to have so I went, I'd get that in Eden and then I'd probably play it till the early hours of the morning I remember one year when I got Need for Speed 2 on Christmas oh, and I was, big I was game. buzzing to get up there and play it Simpsons Hit and Run was I, that's a big fun oh, memory of my, yes. that was the Christmas present I believe and I, I ragged it hard yeah big man. game huge game so yeah that was that was my Christmas day or we, yeah we were we were midday sit down nice I'm probably the mixture of the two like it would normally be about half on two um and then about yeah, like cold meats and sort of cheese and stuff about six half past six. Um, whereas Molly's family they have food about four o'clock. So, do you I mean, do, do you do a smithy and go to your parents and then her parents and then <laughs> I have the done I've done a smithy once a couple oh. years ago, uh, and we are planning to do another smithy this year. Nice, you gonna have two full <laughs> Christmases, Christmas dinners. I think I might go for two, three quarter Christmas dinners. Yeah, seems no. fair. Yeah, so I have three quarters 
Yeah, my mum's. And then there's going to be a couple of hours in between and then go over to Molly's and uh, have three quarters there. Strong that's, effort. That's yeah. a competitive thing. I reckon Maxine is going to be nervous that you're going to get a be- better, better Christmas dinner over at the other house. 100%. I um, Like, you know, the first uh, year I spent any time at Christmas at Molly's parents, before leading up, I was like, oh, I know, my mum makes some fantastic cottage cheese. Oh, she's amazing. And then Molly's mum took that personally and <laughs> made cottage cheese just for me on Christmas Day. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> uh, unbelievable it was. So, are you a well, your mum's the general chef then? Because mum's, I was pretty fifty-fifty. To be fair, my dad got pretty involved in the making of the dinner. Yeah, my despite my dad being a chef, uh, he hated cooking. <laughs> um, and I don't, I I don't think I've had a Christmas dinner with my dad on Christmas Day ever. Wow, it's always been at my mum's or Boxing Day, my grandma's. We'd have it then. Um, so yeah, like my mum was always the, always the cook, uh, whereas Molly's dad does most of the most of the cooking there. Yeah, I I only did one Christmas day with my dad, um, and but when I was with mum, the the men of the house would have been my uncle. He would have been getting pissed or falling for a ceiling somewhere <laughs> um, <laughs> with his ten inch. <laughs> um, or or my grandpa when he was alive and um my grandma was the cook of, of of that duo so um uh yeah it's always been the females cooking usually my auntie and my mum getting on it who is in charge of the cooking now that we have our own families sort not quite full families but partners um, we've never done it, but I think I'd be in charge of meat and general sort of like chopping. I think I'm meat and potatoes and moles trimmings, I'd say. Mm. Yeah, I like it. I like a 50-50 deal. We haven't done it either, actually. We've always been somewhere for Christmas, but I just, in the current flat that we're in, the kitchen is so tiny that nothing stresses me out more than thinking about trying to prepare a full Christmas dinner in that kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> are you there this year or are you going to try it this year or are you now we're at mum's so nice yeah we we this is the first year we will do it on actual christmas day but we always do a turkey dinner sort of in the 20s of december whichever mm. day we've got off usually whichever day we've got off before the 25th but this year we've actually both got 25th off so we are going to do it ours um and she is the peeler and chopper and put it in the saucepanner, and I am I do the rest basically. <laughs> she, she, she's a sous chef. She is a sous chef. Yes, she's a very she's a, she's a very elite peeler and chopper. To be fair to her, give her a juice. Good. She, she smashes that. But I do an absolute mean roast, so I will I will do the cooking of the roast. Nice. Do you boys remember? Because actually, thinking back to your earlier question, my earliest memory of um christmas i think one of my earlier memories is thinking that i had found um santa oh um and basically i know there's nine-year-olds listening to this so i don't want to say too much um but santa had been 
in the house um, via his footsteps on the carpet, token powder, Um, (laughs) and the mince pie was half eaten and the milk was three quarters drunk. Um, And I remember I I was speculative at the time. I was a bit unsure. I was like, hmm, is this Santa? Who's who's really been been doing this? Who who's it really been? Until I went upstairs and this was not prompted, I don't think. Uh I went upstairs and just had a look out the window, just having a look. And then I see there's carrots, there's eaten carrots on the roof of our shed. And I was like, Mum. <laughs> They landed on the shed last night. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. I don't know how I was tricked into going up there and seeing that, but I swear I found it myself. And there were definitely reindeers on that shed that night. So Christmas when you were sixteen was a good one, then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was playing Need for Speed Two, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for all Four or nine year olds out there, uh, Santa is real. Um, oh, yeah. But that story has prompted a story, um, an early memory of mine. So if you're nine years old, stop listening now. <laughs> My early memory is when I found out Santa wasn't real. Um, <gasps> 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 I just remember, yeah, I remember. I can't never sleep on Christmas Eve anyway, even now, to be fair. I'm still a bit like giddy on um, Christmas Eve. So yeah, I was particularly not sleeping this Christmas. I think I must have been 12, 11. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I basically woke up at the point of my dad walking into my room to put my stocking on the end of my bed. <laughs> <laughs> and he tried to claim that Santa had come to the front door and dropped off. And I was like, I'm not fucking having this, Dad. I didn't say, I didn't say it in that way. Oi, old man. <laughs> No, I was like, I'm, yeah, I'm, I was like, I'm not believing this. He, Santa's obviously not real. You can tell me now. It was, I, I definitely saw you given the presents, and yeah, my dad did admit it. But my, obviously, my sister was younger. Than me. Hold it. My, my sister was younger than me, so obviously, he was like, "Don't tell your sister." To which I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I told my older sister. I found it before she did. Oh, really? um, yeah, yeah. I, I must have been about I don't know seven or eight, and I came down the stairs. I probably had a nightmare or excited or something stupid, and I uh, walked in on my mum wrapping a bike, <laughs> and I sort of snuck in. And I was like, oh, oh, make sure she didn't see me. Ran upstairs, put my sister up, and going, guess what? Come look at this. <laughs> so ruined it for the both of us. Right. Oh, yeah. Cool. So if you're nine years old listening, you can start listening again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> presents then what what are or yeah what are some of your best presents you can remember could be recent or could be as a kid a present that really sticks in my mind for probably a different reason but it was a football kit that i absolutely loved and it was um it was a blue man united away kit um with the with the red bits that come down here had Ronaldo on the back and it had a centre um, center Man United badge. I can't remember what year exactly. Um, and I got that at Christmas and I was so, so happy. Um, and three days later, 
uh, I left it on my stool and my hamster managed to grab it through the bars and uh, eat it. Oh, oh no. <laughs> And I remember, I just remember picking it up after my shower and just running into my mum's room and just go, look what George did. Like, George was my hamster. Uh, <laughs> and, and my mum just looks over to my brother and just goes, should we get him another one? <laughs> go um, and they 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 clubbed together and they got me another one. But yeah, I always that's, remember that present. That's gutting. Yeah. Fair play. I think my best one is well, PS2. Mm. Would always be the greatest games console of all time. Yeah. hundred um, percent. Yeah. Sounds boring. I hate sex. I don't. I, I hate that kids are so strung up on games and iPads these days but yeah unfortunately that was that was the best present I've ever had <laughs> I, was yeah. trying, I was trying to think before we started this of, of like a proper good non-gaming present but honestly the PS2 is just elite so and yeah the PS5 last year that's <laughs> <laughs> very true actually <laughs> yeah because yeah, because my birthday was is so close to Christmas um, yeah. the, the, the classic you know joint birthday Christmas present, I, it was always what I got. So that the big bulky present I'd get for joint birthday present and Christmas present, and I would either decide whether I got it on my birthday or I got it on Christmas Day. And quite often, Ooh. it was I have my birthday, please, mate. So I didn't have like too many massive Christmas Day presents. Um, but like, I think the first year where like Nerf guns became like a real thing, that was a good Christmas. Yeah, nice, yeah. Just running around doing that. That was sick. My mother Ooh. loves a Nerf gun, actually. She's got yeah. a weird exe- obsession with, with Nerf guns and shooting people, so I might take the Nerf guns around at Christmas. That reminded me, actually. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to... <laughs> I'm going to start shooting her at Christmas. Oh, I have thought of a non-gaming present that I can remember. I remember my first bike. Oh, nice. Ooh. That was a Christmas present. It I must have been five or six. Yeah. Was round because we we used to do Christmas Day either mum's family round mum's or we go round nan's that's in mum's parents. So this was a year. This happened to be the year we went round my nan and granddad. And I remember walking in the door, and there was just like quite obviously a bike wrapped up. Um, and I didn't know if it was for me or my cousin who was a couple of years older. So I was there, like, getting really excited, like, this could be for me, this could be my first bike, but it also could be my cousin's. Who's it going to be for? I remember the wrapping paper. It was, uh, like, a red tartan-style wrapping paper. I was mad that I remember that. Um, and, yeah, it was ended up being for me. So I was extremely excited. Didn't get it till after dinner, again, because it was a big main present, so I had to wait for it. Um, but, yeah, and then it, it was a green bike, like a lime green, uh, like, one of the kids bikes are like really thick frames yeah and then add obviously add stabilizers on the back um the full shebang yeah those little plasticky things that go on the spokes that nice you hear as the wheels turn in um so yeah that was i do generally remember that so that's probably my earliest and non-gaming best present i've ever had i love that um bikes are good in it took me a while to have stabilizers off i took quite a while to 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 um, get into biking, like riding a bike. Uh, Stabilizer on for a very long time, I, I think, from what I remember. 
I can't remember how long I've had mine on. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's still on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, I think I think one year my brother got a trampoline for Christmas. Nice. Um, so we spent sort of Christmas Day building it, and then couldn't use it until like April because it was too wet. Do you ever so, try and like not let you on it because it's his present? Oh, all the time. Like <laughs> you've met him; he's a little prick. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah true. Yeah, the, the podcast have met him as well. To be fair. Yeah, they have. Yes. Um, um, go on. I was just gonna say. I remember getting a bike as well. Actually, now you say it. Yeah. Um, and it was one of them presents. Well, I don't know if your pre- parents like do this to you, but it was like it was one of them when I've had all my presents, and it's you think it's all over, and then Mum's gone. Oh, go on, get some out of the shed. Gone into the shed, and then there's the bike there, and I'm like, oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is for me. <laughs> There's the bike in there. Yeah, class on that. Good yeah, effort. My, my parents always used to do that. They put most of it under the tree, and then they just be like, "I'm just, I'm just gonna pop upstairs and put my presents away." And then they come down with like two more presents, and we be like, mm. oh, "We're getting more." When's it stop? Yeah. So my parents were very sneaky with their. This is all you've got under the tree. Is all you've got, and then suddenly, there's two more in the wardrobe. Magic. <clears throat> Um, let's go with classic games and board games that we played uh, with our families at Christmas. I think Scrabble's the worst, isn't it? Yeah, I don't think we really play Scrabble that much. Like, yeah, Alistair, my stepdad, I suppose, his like family always play Scrabble every single Christmas day. It's just all, it's all, the amount of arguments, like someone's <laughs> taking too long, someone to take, and then the person who takes too long, when they see someone go quickly, they go, well, you didn't, you didn't think about that. Got to take longer, think about it. So he's annoyed at people going fast and we're getting annoyed <laughs> at him going slow. And then there's always someone trying to throw a word in there, like, I don't know, like dab or something. And I goes, no, you can't put that. <laughs> I-E-E-I-O-U. And they're like they're not words. And then people googling it, Scrabble can do one. <laughs> I I remember having a kids' version of Scrabble. Which thinking back, there's there's no such thing as a kids' version of Scrabble. <laughs> yeah, a word, a word is a word. You, you, letters are letters, aren't they? There's no kids' letters and adults' letters. So I don't, I don't know what made I don't know what made it. A kid's version of Scrabble, to the be honest. The kid's version is, I know what it is. The kid's version of Scrabble is they have the words already on the, uh, yes. on the boards. Yes, And, you, and you just got to match up the squares. Yes, I oh, remember that. Yes. yes, I do remember this. BS, that. Yeah. Terrible. If you're nine years old and listen to this, don't sync that, though. Nah, don't. Be better than that. Uh, yeah. Think of your own words. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I suppose Monopoly is always an absolute classic. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a massive Monopoly fan, and one year I got the, um, you know, the electronic version with the card reader. Yeah, I had that, and I made my family play it. None of them wanted to play it, but they all did it for me. Big memory that. <laughs> yeah, Monopoly used to literally be, as the name says, Monopoly, but it's it's become a fucking empire now. Yeah, you've got all these themed games. You've got the banking one. You've got the 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 empire one where you've got to build towers of brands. Yeah, that one. It's just yeah, so many different versions of it now. Oh, I remember getting a. That's another Chris Brown that year. I remember that's non 
non-digital gaming, we'll say. But yeah, it was a, a make-your-own monopoly, basically. So oh, we cool. made we made Bristolopoly. Oh, lovely! Like yeah, basically, it was back in the days of CD-ROMs, oh, where you put it in the old big box computer, and yeah, you, you it, it has all these templates on of the the game pieces, obviously the the name places, the chance cards where you write what the actual chance is, and then obviously all the other stuff. So yeah, we had to, we created a a full game of Bristolopoly with various places from Bristol. Obviously, increasing in value as you go along. Big fan. I think I think the Ashton Park Manor, Ashton Court Manor, sorry, was one of the high big pieces. Nice. I can't remember what the other one was, but there was there was a Cine World. There was the local park. That was one of the cheapy places. SS <laughs> Great Britain on there. Yes, SS Great Britain. I can't remember. Well, we still got that game actually. To be fair, it's actually in the room next to me right now. Love so, that. I might get it out and take a picture of it for the gram. Do you remember seeing it? No, I don't think I do. It was like a board game, but again, you stick a DVD in and like you'd answer questions on a DVD. No, I don't remember that. They're always yeah, film related, like Harry Potter, Twilight, oh, yeah. all that sort of stuff. Yeah, almost like Trivial Pursuit. Yeah, but on DVD. We had the horse racing DVD. <laughs> right. You know where it's the where you you bet on horses, and then it's like the like the um, virtual horse racing on the DVD. Oh, never, never, never played never that. Done that one. No, that's a good one. That one. Yeah. We had Family Fortunes on DVD. Nice, old classic. Yeah, big one. Um, Have you seen that Gino De Campo's doing it now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really it's good. yeah. I like Gino. He's um, just happy to be out of the house, isn't he? <laughs> Bless him. We all. We had did our no deal one year, nice, which was pretty cool actually. It was pretty um, interactive because you actually made the boxes. It was obviously flat pack. You buy it, you actually made the twenty four boxes that actually like proper little like gift boxes, like I suppose like ring boxes, like jewelry boxes, and you you obviously you put your amounts in and all that. And it had a proper telephone that rang, and you put in the value that you've obviously got rid of each round and it works out what the banker would offer and it's like quite realistic to be fair also if you hit five blues it offers you like 30k first round but if you take the five reds out it's like 1k oh i'll be well into that it's quite it's quite I, my parents still got all these games to be fair so i did like a deal on next deal. time we meet up i'll bring i'll get some of these games out oh yes please or deal or nose deal <laughs> <laughs> Here, Gwen, do your nose deal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else? One game that caused a lot of friction in uh, in our family, and we still play it to this year, to be fair. Well, probably not this year. We played it up till last year. Now, yeah, obviously with my grandparents passing, we don't really do much. It's only my mum's, one of my mum's sisters, because her other sister is a nightmare. But yeah, it was <laughs> called Get a Letter, basically. And it's uh, basically it's a the alphabet is on a strip and there's a buzzer in the middle. You pull out a card with a category and you have to name things that start with each letter of the alphabet relating to that category. Okay. So obviously you know you say football teams you know Arsenal, Bournemouth, Chelsea, so on, so on. So that caused a lot of issue because of the absolute rogue shouts for some of the letters like your X's and your Y's. <laughs> And you're there, you know, in like the English language, how amazing it is where it sounds like the, the letter sound, the start of the word sounds like a certain letter, but it's not. Yeah. Like psychic 
for example. So when it, when you get to the end of the letters and you were struggling, you'd just be like, psychic and pop the S down, see if anyone notices. Exitricity. Yes, exitricity. Yeah, that game still still caused, to, up to, like I said, up to last year, caused a lot of friction between the family. <laughs> so, well, actually, that brings back a memory actually from last year. The best, the, the, it nearly caused me and my now wife to split up. Um, <laughs> not really. Basically, the category was women's names. Yeah. For some unknown reason, I went straight for Maureen M. <laughs> <laughs> Could have gone with Sarah, my own wife to be, but apparently my head went straight to Maureen, and I have no idea why. <laughs> it's not even a normal name for M. I could have gone Molly or May, or I went Maureen. That's my girlfriend. Where go over there? But no, I don't know why I went to Maureen. Yeah, so that caused uh, a little, little tiff. <laughs> <laughs> one one game at Christmas that always causes a tiff is Mr. and Mrs. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Absolutely love it. Even if it's just like you don't need a board game, you just sort of like make it up. You know, you, you couple up, someone who's single or, you know, doesn't have a partner will, will ask, like, ask the questions like, you know, who does the least house, housework? And it, all, it always kicks off, especially after a few like um, Bucks Fizzes and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Loves it. Um, other classics, guess who? Battleships. Connect, uh, connect four. I used connect to play four. Yeah. with my granddad every boxing day for hours. Connect four. Nice. Did you ever have a game called Frustration? Yeah. Big game. Uh, yeah, I think that's that covers good, gaming. Good modern day games that I would recommend. Yeah. Um, for Christmas Day. Two that we've got Obama Llama. Cracking oh. game. Nice. Uh, it's sort of like you've got to, um, you get. Uh, you get cards and it will so there's like an acting round there's a uh, say what's on the card round or there's a describing round um, and usually it's uh, let me think of I can't think of one off the top of my head um, uh, uh, it'll be like popular um, fuck <laughs> <laughs> popular fuck uh, <laughs> <laughs> Right. Okay. Right. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to deviate to deviate here. Um, what's that show? Um, two and a half men. Popular two and a half men actor um, <laughs> is is. <laughs> I can't even do this. Popular two and a half <laughs> men actor um, is standing wonky. Uh, Charlie Sheen Lean or something. Yeah, like that. Right. They're all uh, like that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all like that. And then eventually um, you you get pairs and then you win Obama Llama. Um, <laughs> well, I've not sold it, but it's a good game. <laughs> <laughs> Please invest, Phoenix. Um, <laughs> Be nice. Uh, or one, one, that I've, one that we've also got, which is good fun, is Would I Lie to You, the board game version. Nice. Like that one. Yeah, it's a bit similar to like two truths, one lie. You can yeah, just nice, quick, easy game. Yeah, I think I think yeah. a big PS2 family game. Um, do you remember Buzz? Oh yeah, yeah. With the little, like um, big red button and a couple of categories thing. That was sick. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Rate it. Yeah. Cool. Um, 
Food and drink. Yeah, I was going to ask you boys about your drink situation. Should we go into drinks first, shall we? Yeah, I think so. Um, my I'm wife busy. is a Bailey's person. Oh, yeah. I'm not a fan of Bailey's, so unfortunately that's not me. I, more in my more recent years, have got into, since me and Sarah actually, because her dad introduced it to me, uh, it's called Frangelico. Oh, yeah, it's, it's like babies, isn't it? Great it's one. it's a hazelnut liqueur. Mm. And it's very sweet. And obviously, got obviously got that nutty taste. Um, but yeah, it's very nice. It's the sort of drink you just sort of have, like no more than a shot in the bottom of a glass, and you you just sip it. It's a sipper. Okay, yeah, I love the Baileys. That's that's my go-to. Frangelico, and yeah, she'll have the Baileys. I think for, for winter, um, I, I tend to put the lagers to one side and go for the ales. Yeah, I was going to say, my, my dad in more recent years has bought uh, a Bath Ales mm. barrel. You get like eight pints out of it. So obviously, we have, that's like four pints each. That's a Boxing Day thing. Yeah, uh, Doom Bar. That's always one of my favourite yeah, Christmas time. Um, if I'm going to go for like a, a spirit, uh, dark rum. I love a dark rum and Coke. That's my nice. sort of Christmas tipple. Uh, and then when you, you go into the evening when the cheese has come out, I love a good port. Oh, yeah. Oh, lovely port. Nice. So, talk to me Christmas Day. How many are you having on Christmas Day? Usually? Depends what the work situation is, obviously, with me. I don't get the standard sort of three or four days off. I get way up one day off. So, this year, I'm we got Christmas Day off, and I'm not in till two o'clock Boxing Day. So, I'll probably be hitting the four pints from the barrel that my dad's going to bring round. Mm-hmm. And then I'll probably move on to, yeah, four or five vodka and Cokes. Couple of frangelicos in between. Oh, nice. That'd be nice. nice. I think um, I've always had sort of young kids knocking about, so I've never really felt I could be able to drink properly. But yeah, anywhere between five and ten drinks is, I think, it's pretty standard. Because you eat, you eat so much, you don't get drunk, do you? Yeah. Yeah, I've never been drunk on Christmas Day. You just eat so much. Have any of you done the classic? Christmas Eve drinks and ruin Christmas tray hangover. <laughs> no, but I've seen it done. Oh yeah, I've never done it myself, <laughs> but yeah, a few of my friends have. <laughs> and those friends have promised they're not going to do it this year, so we shall see how that get how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> they always get swept up in it. On the they they see the messages flying around. Yeah, Christmas Eve is all kicking off downtown. Yeah. Helen, oh, we yeah. go to the Helen Chicken on Helen Chicken on North Street is our go to. It's funny because. Obviously, we started going there when we were 18, and obviously, the year above six from were there. And then the next year, the year below us were there, and the year above there. And the next year, the year below them, them, us, the year above. And it just, it's funny seeing it all go through. Yeah. Now you're getting to the point now where you're looking at people that are in there now and you're thinking, fuck, you were like four. You're, you're seven. Yeah, you're six. You're seven. <laughs> now you're in the pub. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> If you're nine years old, listen to this. You'll be in the pub with us soon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you done any chicken on Christmas Eve? I'll see you there. <laughs> <laughs> um, Food-wise, then we Sam's already mentioned cheese board a couple of times, but cheese is a huge thing for me. Yeah. I know, Chug, you're not as into cheese as we are. Yeah, I will do on on Christmas Day though. I'll, I'll crack open a few cheeses. Um. Yeah, I'm I'm big. I usually get the cheeses from market which reminds me a, a german beer at christmas is is always very nice from the market yeah but yeah i usually get those ones that are wrapped in circle ones that are wrapped in wax yeah that's, that's, that's ones. i'll get two or three of them 
and then maybe your standard cheddar and maybe sort of a soft cheese. A couple of truckles. Yeah. That's what I'll be doing. It'll be and I'll get I like a chutney as well. We spoke about chutney before, <sighs> especially from the Gloucester services. I got three which I've actually sort of nearly finished. I'm probably have to get some more. Because I just I looked I keep looking at them in the fridge and I couldn't avoid them. So I will be getting some more. But I got um a spicy tomato. Nice. A garlic chili and a rum. Ooh. No, an ale, sorry, an ale, not rum. An ale. Nice. But I have to get some more. So haven't started the cheetahs yet, though. I've resisted those. But Sarah's mum bought us a big box, which is like two layers of Jacob's crackers for Christmas Day and the cheese board. And I've been through one layer of the crackers. <laughs> and obviously all the, nearly all the chutney. So I'm going to restock before Christmas Day. <laughs> yeah. so, Can't help yourself. One year, I, I went and bought a load of the nice cheeses from market, wrapped in wax. The, but nobody else committed to nice cheeses in the family. So... Um, when they got cracked out on Boxing Day, I was off doing something or other, and then come back, and then they had all been all nailed, all all the nice cheeses, and I was left with a bloody cheddar. Oh, it's disappointing. Yeah, it was. I mean, cheddar is—I do like cheddar, but Christmas is all about the festive cheeses. Yeah, we've I've got an onion and garlic, an extra extra mature, Ooh. and a Jamaican spices. Yeah. Couldn't say you got Jamaican, a Jamaican jerk. Yeah. That's my cheeses this year. So I remember you said I think it was last year you recommended one in the group chat. It was the Aldi, was it? The... Oh, the mango chutney. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've got it again this year. They're doing um, it again. They I actually forgot to get it last year, so I might have to go. Yeah, it's um it's more chutney this year. It's got a bit more kick to it. Uh which, you know, is nice. So I I'll, I'll drop it again in the chat and um you can you can pick up. Yes, I will do it on the van, on the on the van, on the ground. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> on the van ground, ground. <laughs> That's my Aldi, Aldi sponsor us. That'd be sick. That'd be so good. Although I do my weekly chop a little, but we won't mention that. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I do Aldi, so sponsor me, please. Uh, other food. What's your Christmas dinner plate looking like? Describe it. Go. Uh, turkey. A lot of sprouts. I love a good sprout. Uh, cauliflower cheese, roast potatoes, uh, swede, mashed swede. Not bad, that. A uh, bit of broccoli, drenched in gravy. Oh, and pigs and blankets. Sorry. Yes. yes. Chug? Mine's the same, but also like a shitty Christmas cracker joke that's just sort of fell in it as you pull, pulled the crackers. Right. Oh, and duck. Yeah, yeah, of course. You're, you're a duck man. Get a duck in there, yeah. <laughs> yeah, mine's pretty similar, although since we've been shopping at the shop that shall not be named, because we're being sponsored by Audi, um, with the shop that shall not be named, it does this uh, Brussels sprout gratin thing that's got little bits of bacon and a cheese sauce. Oh. That's how I get my sprouts on my plate. But I do enjoy a sprout at Christmas. <laughs> I love a sprout. I love a sprout any, any time of the year. No, I, I would, but I like the fact that I keep it for Christmas. I think it makes it extra special when I do have them. But I'm not saying I wouldn't eat them throughout the year, but I don't buy them. They're definitely Christmas. underrated, aren't they? Yeah. Especially if you... Like my mum used to do them. She'd obviously peel the, peel the first layer of leaf off. 
put a little crosslet in the top and then melt some butter over the top and then yeah. boil them. That's Love how I that. landed them. Nice. Yeah. That is elite. Um, covered in gravy for me. Yeah, I love a yeah. gravy. Yeah, I'm a Yorkshire pudding man. Whatever the meat is, I'm not a, like a traditional beef in Yorkshire. I'll have it on any roast. Oh yeah, yeah. So I only found out last week or whatever that apparently Yorkshire puddings are meant for certain meats. Just it's beef. Usually it. beef in Yorkshire. It's usually right. lamb and mint sauce, beef in Yorkshire, chicken and stuff in. Um, yeah, it's all wrong. It's your three main meats, isn't it? Yeah, pork and apple sauce. Pork and apple sauce. Yeah. Yeah, I get where you're going with the sauces, but with your with your stuffing and your and your Yorkshire, get them on. I think it's because Yorkshires are made with the, with the beef dripping sometimes, the right. beef the beef fat. So that's where the whole beef in Yorkshire comes from. Okay, but other than that, there's no reason you can't have a Yorkshire on, any, on every roast. Why wouldn't you? Fair. But yeah, pigs in blankets is a huge thing. Oh yeah, sometimes it becomes a bit of a challenge in my household. Who can eat the most? <laughs> I love a pig in blanket. Um, I think we're coming to a natural end here. I think I finished me a litre bottle of beer. And I'm feeling, I'm feeling it. To be honest, boys, <laughs> it's hitting you. <laughs> I'm a bit wavy. We had, we had drunk Jamie last night, and or sorry, a week ago, and <laughs> I feel like uh, King Henry VIII. <laughs> <laughs> All I wanted to sort of finish with was it's been a strange 2021 yeah. but what are our memories of 2021 just give us give us three solid memories oof um the euros was big wasn't it yeah oh, like, be. yeah the, the final in bristol that was unbelievable boys. yeah especially was... sort of the first major sporting tournament with fans back in as well yeah, yeah that that was a day which i would never want to miss um, and if you did miss it, <laughs> um, <laughs> so that was that was incredible. What else has happened this year? I'm trying to think of. Obviously, I got married. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll, t- we'll pretend I remember that straight away. That was the first thing I said. Yeah, yeah. I'll edit this and put it in front of what you said. <laughs> <laughs> the Euro. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> I got married! Yay! Oh yeah! <laughs> oh, um, Tough Mudder was great, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, that was big. I enjoyed that. I can't wait to do it next year. Um, Bruce and... became a father. He did, which is pretty epic. <laughs> yeah. If you know Bruce, that is a huge story. That he is now a father. Yeah. Little um, um, one of our little um, pod mascots um, has has been growing up. We've seen Milo grow up. Oh yeah, yeah. What Very a guy true. he is. Very true. Yeah, what a boy. Well, we, we're so old, don't we? Like we've got kids and stuff and marriage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I'm reminiscing on right now. Yeah, not the times we got drunk, but the times our friends became fathers. Um, Percy, can I trump your ending idea? Yeah, go for it. And and suggest that we end on our favourite Christmas cracker jokes. Yes. Oh, yeah, okay. Yes, go on then. You can start us off. Um, I don't have many jokes, so the jokes that I tell are probably, um, I've probably told them on previous pods. Did I tell you the one about the cows? 
Mm, no, don't ring a bell. What do you what do you call a cow a cow with one leg? Uh... Lee B. What what do you call a cow with no legs? Ground beef. Ground beef. <laughs> what do you call a, a masturbating cow? Beef jerky. Is <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that all of them? Um, um, I just thought knock, of knock. Like, I just made one up. Not not. What do you call a gay cow? There's two jokes going on. Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry. Gay I, cow. I, 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 what do you call a gay cow? What? I don't know. What do I call a gay cow? Mince beef. <laughs> <laughs> I just made that up. That's good, that is. <laughs> That's good, that. No, yeah, no. Who's there? Interrupting cow. <laughs> Interrupting <laughs> cow. <laughs> uh, what is yellow and dangerous? Shark-infested custard. Shark-infested custard. <laughs> <laughs> What does Marley Cyrus have for a Christmas dinner? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Twerky. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's end it there. Okay. With twerky. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What an absolute pleasure of the year, boys. Yes, yeah, we're good. Oh, that's another memory of the year. We started this podcast. We're now two seasons deep. Oh wow! Yeah. Um, thank you to all our usual listeners and those that have dipped in here and there along the way. We love you all. Uh, we hope you have a very, very enjoyable Christmas. A lot better than last year, I'm sure, and a wild New Year. And we will be seeing you in 2022. Unbelievably. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy yourselves. Don't get too drunk. Merry Christmas. You filthy animals. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look, what films? Oh, next year's special. Next- <laughs> oh. oh, top tip. I'll save them a treat. Don't bother watching the new Home Alone. It's shit. Right, yeah. I was going to say that anyway, but yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas to all of you and see you in 2022. Love, Love you. Bye. Bye. Love bye. You bye. bye.